Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia. And uh, today is January the 26th, the year of our Lord 2022. That's right, we're not recording the day of, but we're recording a day before the program is due to air. Even so, uh, efforts were made to make it into the studio, given that it's like minus 15 degrees, or at least it was this morning uh, here in Wisconsin. So uh, you, you, you would need a, a, a lightweight sweater at least uh, if you didn't want to freeze to death before you got into your car and white-knuckled the steering wheel, even though it burned. Because, uh, no, I don't have heat in my steering wheel. Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm not Beth Moore, so I can't afford those kind of luxuries. Not complaining, car started, we got here, we're doing good. A uh, lot better than Joe Robinette Biden, uh, but that isn't saying much, because, uh, well, uh, all the country must suffer as consequence of uh, Mr. Robinette's uh, ill-conceived uh, verbal diarrhea, as it were. Uh, we have a lot to get into. Uh, we, we, we could cover the whole hour with just uh, updates on American Prophetic because, uh, yes, uh, things have been coming uh, into place. American Prophetic is alive and well. Uh, we're going to start online classes soon. Uh, the cost will be uh, $973 for a 16-minute online course uh, to teach you how uh, you too can be American prophetic. But uh, we'll we'll get to that later. I mean, it's 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 almost it's basically free. Let's face it. What right now? What's what's a thousand bucks buy you? Six pounds of beef. So it's it's almost free. Now, for those of you that know my sense of humor, you know I kid. Uh, I, it's, I wouldn't waste 16 minutes of my life to only charge $950. So the cost will be much higher, of course. But then again, you two can brag about being American prophetic. Now, some time ago, uh, I uh, pointed out the fact that uh, there was one country in Europe in particular that was sort of dependent on Russian natural gas. And uh, they wouldn't do much uh, by way of defending Ukraine because, well, they don't want their people to freeze. And uh, some people were incredulous. They go, well, no, they're going to do something. Uh, Apparently not. Uh, Because, you know, American prophetic, we're going to get into that. Another thing that has uh, been happening is... uh, well, let's just, uh, oh, so much. Look, I, again, if I had pink hair and I was shameless enough to bleed God's people dry, could you imagine 
the kind of following I'd have, I'd rival Beth Moore. Uh, there's a book coming out by uh, a man named Schweitzer. Uh, everybody calls him Schweizer, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, it has to do with uh, the Biden family's links to Chinese intelligence and China, as it were. Now, again, some time ago, I told you the Chinese have something real nasty on old Hunter Biden. Uh, and Joe is just going to dance to the tune that they play. We will likewise get into that because, hey, you know, day late and a dollar short, but Mr. Schweitzer's book is uh, causing a, a bit of commotion, as it were. It's, I think it's called uh, Red-Handed. Uh, get it? Get it? The, uh, the double entendre. Yes, I know, double entendre. Whatever. You know. Uh, I, I like to play with the English language like a kitten plays with a mouse. The kitten doesn't know its own strength and oftentimes crushes the mouse's head. But, while they're both alive, it's fun. Uh, so uh, the, the Ukraine situation, because I've been getting a lot of messages. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in Ukraine? Well, uh, Putin's going to do whatever he wants to do, and Europe's not going to stop him. Uh, you remember those uh, like dumb comedies? Back in the 80s, and everybody was lined up, and go, who's ready to stand and fight? You know, and, and out of the ten that lined up, nine of them took a step back uh, so that it would seem one person stepped forward. Uh, and you go, oh, thank you, brave young lad. You know, that's what Europe is doing right now. It's, they're all in line, and Germany was the first to step back. The rest of Europe will follow suit. And the only ones that are going to be standing there going, oh, we didn't volunteer for this, is going to be us. We're not going to have a ground war with the Russians over Ukraine. We sent, what, 8,500 soldiers that were supposed to be there as, you know, uh, yeah, we're going to teach the Europeans how to fight. Because, again, our, our, our hubris knows no bounds. We have an administration that defecated upon the bed linen so much they went from white to brown. And still these people think they're in control. Still these people think they know what they're doing. Still these people think that somehow... They get to shape the narrative, and that Putin will bend to their will. Another thing that I've, uh, well, some, a couple of people emailed me, and I, I saw this go across my desk a couple of times, is, uh, well, you know, China, I mean, they're going to make the Russians heal. Why would they? Look, if there was only one carcass, and both lions were hungry, then I could see some kind of confrontation between the two lions over the carcass. There is more than one carcass. There are two carcasses. And the lions have agreed that you take yours and I'll take mine. Because as soon as Putin makes a move on Ukraine, uh, the, the Chinese teddy bear, Mr. Xi Jinping, ping, ping, He's going to hit Taiwan. He's going to take it, and we're not going to do anything about it because we'll just be blustered and confused. And Joe Biden's going to get all aggressive and call some reporter an SOB, but apparently that's fine because, you know, uh, we brought dignity back to the warehouse. Well, not the warehouse, the White House. 
Freudian slip. I'm in a warehouse right now. Uh, so we, we brought dignity back to the White House. Uh, you know, I don't know how dignified it is to have your adult diapers changed every three hours. But, hey, maybe we've redefined dignity, too. So let's get into this. And, and, and lest you question uh, my sourcing, know that this is from uh, the most uh, liberal of rags. Newspaper not worthy of being put in your parrot's birdcage so it could poop on it. And even the New York Times itself has uh, sort of uh, realized what is happening. The United States and its NATO allies are moving to bulk up their military commitments in the Baltics and Eastern Europe as the standoff with Russia over Ukraine deepens. Denmark is sending fighter jets to Lithuania and a frigate to the Baltic Sea. France has offered to send troops to Romania. Uh, merci, ne. Because uh, you guys did that once before, and when it got hairy, you left, and then uh, both the Germans and the Russians came through and completely destroyed our country. So uh, keep your baguettes to yourself. Defend your own borders because you're going to have to soon. Because if Putin takes Ukraine, he's not stopping there. And uh, the biggest player on the chessboard, uh, the people uh, that brought you such uh, fineries as a schnitzel and a strudel and a tiny mustachioed man that thought himself an artist... Um, well, they realized, oopsie doopsie, we're dependent on those vodka-drinking Russians for our heat. What can we do? We can't, you know, come alongside our allies because, well, that would irate and irritate and annoy uh, Mr. Putin. And Mr. Putin will go, and turn off the gas. And where is the gas? 90 gas, 90 gas. It, it would not be pretty. So this is the story. And then there is Germany. In recent days, Germany, Europe's largest and richest democracy, strategically situated at the crossroads between East and West, has stood out more for what it will not do than for what it is doing. No European country matters more to European unity in the Western alliance. And again, I, I, I will give grace to the reporter because she probably has pink hair and a septum piercing and doesn't know her history or what, you know, is going on behind the scenes. So she's writing, you know, uh, half of this is just out of her rectum, to be honest with you. But it, it goes to prove my point that even the New York Times uh, got a gander. But as Germany struggles to overcome its post-World War II reluctance to lead all on security matters in Europe and set aside its instinct to accommodate rather than confront Russia, Europe's most pivotal country has waffled in the first crucial test for the new government of Chancellor Olaf Scholz. I promise you that an aide or somebody with half a brain came to Mr. Olaf Scholz and said, 
I understand you want to be the John Wayne. But the John Wayne lived in California, and in California they don't freeze. So please, Mr. Olaf, do not be the John Wayne because your people will die. And so Germany's evident hesitation to take forceful measures has fueled doubts about its reliability as an ally, reversing the dynamic with the United States in recent years, and added to concerns that Moscow could use German wavering as a wedge to divide a united Europe response to any Russian aggression. Europe is not united. Everybody, every country is looking out for its own best interest. Germany is looking out for its best interest. As few dead Germans as possible. The way we get as few dead Germans as possible is to keep the Russians happy so they keep the gas on. It's not rocket science. I could sit here and go, well, it was prophetic. I said it prophetically. But again, I'm not a shill. I'm not one of these despicable people that thinks everything that pops into their head is from the mind of God himself and people must bow and listen. When I know that I've received something from God, I let you know. But this was just, again, logic and reason coupled together. You come to logical, reasonable conclusions based on the facts at hand. Joe Biden wears adult diapers because he's unable to retain his rectal muscles and often defecates upon himself. See? Logical conclusion. Anyway, I know. Oh, there he goes again with, with the poop jokes. They're not poop jokes. They're adult diaper jokes. But, you know, whatevs. Laugh while you can. Make merry while the sun shines. Because, uh, well, darkness is coming, kids. President Biden held a video call with European leaders on Monday night saying, SOB, before, and of course, Chancellor Schultz reiterated that Russia would suffer high costs in case of a military intervention. But Germany's allies have still been left to wonder what cost it is prepared to bear to confront possible Russian aggression. Uh, Spoiler alert, zero. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Because uh, at this juncture, at this moment in time, uh, Russia is calling everyone's bluff. Yes, that's what I said. This whole posturing and sending boats and frigates and soldiers, oh my, all posturing. None of these countries have the stomach to go to war with Russia. I understand news anchors in America who don't even know where Russia is on a map encourage the government to Be bold and strong, not realizing, perhaps, since they've been in a drug-induced days for years on end, that Russia is a nuclear superpower. And unlike Mr. Robinette Biden, the guy that leads Russia is a predator. So if 
I were to advise the administration, I'd say, you know what? Don't pick a fight that you're not sure you can win. I understand. Look, we work in Ukraine. We have, you know, Christian brothers and sisters in Ukraine. I'm not saying this lightly. But if Russia wants to take Ukraine, there is nothing that we can do short of nuclear war. Are we willing to go to a nuclear war with Russia over Ukraine? That's the question. If not, then perhaps, you know, throttle back on the talks of we're going to show them. You're not going to show anyone anything. Oh, and by the way, uh, Putin is now uh, in, 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 in serious uh, talks with the Cuban leaders and about their alliances and friendships. I don't know. There was some guy back in the early 80s who said that uh, when uh, the, the Russians do attack these United States, Cuba would be one of the places they'd attack from. I know. Who could have seen it coming? See, that is not American prophetic. Nobody saw it coming except for God. He foresaw it coming. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to handofhelp.com, look up the prophecy for America, and read it so that you might understand, tick-tock, we're getting close. I know, I know, rising phoenixes. We're almost ready to rise as a phoenix and show everyone that America is back, baby. No, it's not. America's falling further down the rabbit hole with each passing day, and anyone that tells you different, I want something from you. Maybe they're playing the long con. I don't know. But just look around. Every other business is shuttered and closed. Let me, let me Google and see how, how uh, much the Dow has lost since the beginning of the year. I'm not even going to Google it. It's low. It's going down. Today, which is Wednesday... The Fed is going to announce increased interest. That will make the market plunge, even if it seems, oh, it's going up after the news for a minute. I know. What's with the stock market thing? It's the last leg to be cut out from under America because it will start a snowball effect, a ripple effect, a domino effect. There's a lot of effects. Whatever you want to call it, with the stock market going down, the dollar will lose value. Property is going to be just – if you've got property to sell, sell it. Now, don't wait tomorrow. Tomorrow's too late because once they start bumping up interest rates, people aren't going to be able to afford it. So, you know – Real estate's going to go in the tank. But we talked about this already. Let's get on to other topics, as it were. And I know you're thinking to yourself, how can it get any worse? Well, I'll tell you, because even though I, I, I've gone hoarse trying to warn the church, and again, my issue is not with the godless, it's with the church. When I kept going, you are building your own gallows. 
You are building your own gallows. Do not entertain the mentally ill. Embrace them to your bosom. Stop with this drag queen storybook outer in church auditoriums and the such. Because no matter how much you kiss their gender-confused boots, they're not going to like you or love you. And once they get power, they will attempt to destroy you. I ran across this story, and it's fitting. You need to understand what's coming. Because we're not talking about, you know, some tertiary country. Finland's former interior minister is on trial for using a Bible verse. And it was branded as hate speech. A Finnish prime minister who previously served as the country's interior minister, has gone on trial for hate speech over an online post that included a Bible verse. But that's okay. They're never going to do it to us. We were standing there while they were riding around with phallic symbols taped to their foreheads. We waved rainbow flags. They know we're allies. Yep. You have built your own gallows. Paivi Rasanen, an MP for Finland's Christian Democrat Party, has gone on trial in a court in Helsinki for hate speech against, guess who? The LBGBT plus people. The nation's former interior minister has made comments online criticizing the Finnish Lutheran Church for associating itself with a pro-LGBT event saying that the church was elevating shame and sin to a point of pride. What an intelligent woman. How, how succinctly and well put. The Lutheran church was elevating shame and sin to a point of pride. According to a report by AFP, a tweet posted on social media by the ex-minister was accompanied by a picture of a Bible verse that described homosexuality as shameful and unnatural. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage for a second. Well, is it not shameful and unnatural? Uh But anyway, that notwithstanding, prosecutors have now claimed that Rasanen should be prosecuted over her remarks, the MP's criticisms being an affront to the equality and dignity of homosexuals. The BBC reports uh, that the Helsinki court will now be forced to decide whether citing a Bible verse can be considered a crime in some scenarios. So... This woman, her crime, quote-unquote, and yes, I just did the air fingers, was calling homosexuality unnatural and shameful. She didn't call for violence. She didn't call to have homosexuals, I don't know, thrown off of buildings like they do in Muslim countries. She just said, it's it's unnatural. It's shameful. You shouldn't take pride in this. It's not something that should be a badge of honor. 
But the church has fueled this nonsense. The church has allowed it to metastasize and spread to the point that now there's actually a mother in California suing the school district because the teachers convinced her 11-year-old that she's transgender. This is what mental illness does. And the church has embraced it. So don't you tell me we're the apple of God's eye. God would never know three. We're the rising phoenix. Where are you rising to? And where are you rising from? Once you were a great nation and you flushed yourself down the toilet. Because nobody had the temerity to call sin, sin. Because it took a woman, an MP, out of, where is she from? Finland. To say, this is unnatural and shameful. The Bible says so. The pastors aren't doing it. The Lutheran church is embracing, come on in, you sexual deviants. Come on in, you perverts. Never telling them that the expectation of the gospel is that man be transformed and receive a new mind. Never telling them that the expectation of the gospel is repentance of one's sins. If you don't tell a man that he is committing sin, how will he know to repent of it? We have to be tolerant and all-embracing. We have to tell people we love them no matter what. You have built the gallows upon which you will swing. My message to the American church, take it to heart. Not today, not tomorrow, but it's coming. Because I've warned you time and again, it doesn't matter how far out in left field the attacks begin. Eventually, the sights will be set upon the church. And the church will be to blame. The church will be discovered to have been the villain all along. If only you had brought your children to drag queen storybook hour and allowed your little boy to bounce upon the knee of a pervert. Why, maybe COVID wouldn't have come. Oh, it's your intolerance that created COVID. These people will make up any story. They'll make up any narrative. It doesn't matter how illogical or insane it sounds. There's a school that put a litter box in the classroom because a child identified as a kitten. Hello? I'd knock on the microphone, but I'm afraid it'll hurt your ears. Hello? A school in these United States put a litter box in the classroom because a child identified as a kitten. And of course, if you're a kitten, well, you need a litter box. Arriving at the court on Monday with a Bible in hand, God bless her, the BBC reports the MP as saying she was honored to be defending freedom of speech and religion. I hope that today it can become clear that I have no wish to offend any group of people, but this is a question of saving people for eternal life. 
Slow clap, lady. I'd love you. See, there you go. Pastors should be doing this. Why aren't they? It's not this woman's job. Sure, she should be following behind the preacher and and, and storming the gates of hell, you know, the things we like to tell ourselves we're going to do one day. But it wasn't her job to be the tip of the spear. That, That fell to men that called themselves leaders and spiritual people and and Christian pastors and elders and ministers of the gospel. But rather than confront this kind of thing, our spiritual leaders and ministers of the gospel are too busy trying to tell us that Jesus would have gotten vaxxed. Thank you, Franklin Graham. Thank you. If convicted... The MP faces a possible prison sentence, though the prosecution has advocated instead for a fine of up to 13,000 euros. Rasanan is far from the only Christian currently facing possible legal ramifications for comments deemed off-color by authorities. Give the godless power. Put them in authority and see what they will do to you. A Lutheran bishop in Finland Finland is also facing charges over republishing the MP's writings, having reposted an article by the MP online in which she reiterates her claims regarding the Lutheran Church's decision to associate with a pro-LGBT event. Meanwhile, a Christian politician in Indonesia has been arrested for hate speech against Islam over a post he made online that references neither the religion nor its prophet. So basically, it's all arbitrary. If we don't like the cut of your jib, if we don't like the things you say, if you don't like who you are, well, we'll just make something up and arrest you and prosecute you. I know, but that's Finland. We're America. We're the land of the free and the home of the brave. Really? I'm seeing uh, very little freedom and even less bravery. I know. See, now I hurt feelings. That's okay, you're big boys. Pull on your big boy pants. Tell me I'm wrong. Not about your feelings. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm seeing very little freedom and even less bravery. Don't, don't, oh, you just hurt me. That's fine. People get hurt every day. Tell me I'm wrong, because if I'm not, then stop expecting rising phoenixes and roll up your sleeve and do something for Pete's sake. Ferdinand Hutahawian, who has since apologized for his comments, there you go, see? You have a woman who used to be a minister in Finland, that will not back down, that will not say sorry, because she has nothing to be sorry for. Meanwhile, you have a politician in Indonesia who, having felt the fire close to his uh, feet and having realized it was hot, has since apologized for his comments. But he still faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. 
Huh. I wonder what, again, see this is this is this is just the naughty side of me. I wonder what would have happened to this woman if she would have uh, quoted the Quran instead of the Bible. Uh and how uh definitive the Quran is about uh homosexuality. How definitive the Quran is about the perversion of sodomy. Huh? I wonder what would have happened to her if she would have quoted the Quran instead of the Bible. So, prepare yourself. Again, not today, not tomorrow. When darkness is not confronted, when darkness is not stood up against, it seeps into every crevice. It makes itself into every country. Now, I know we've all heard that, yay, OSHA has decided to withdraw its emergency vaccine mandate. And again, another instance of American prophetic. I, I don't have the money for it, but I need to pay somebody to go through the archives and just clip out stuff that I said that has come to pass. Because that would be eye-opening. Maybe I'll get accepted into the inner circle of uh, the pink-haired lady or whoever else is, uh, is still, uh, you know, milking it. Anyway, uh, I told you, all you have to do is hold out. If you don't want to take it, don't take it. All you have to do is hold out because it's not constitutional. It's going to fall apart. And it just did. OSHA has withdrawn its emergency vaccine mandate. But I look at it this way. Your government has forced individuals to choose between undergoing a medical procedure they were vehemently against or feeding their families. Let that sink in. Yes, it got overturned. Hooray. Now I hope that every single person that got fired or every single person that wanted exemptions and didn't get them and got the jab Sue the companies they work for for as much as they can possibly get. This is the only way they will learn. Sue them out of existence. But just let this sink in. Time a politician appears on the boob tube and goes, I'm your friend. I want what's best for you. It doesn't matter what party. If they're a politician, they're a politician. They're a breed unto themselves. It's like white geese and black geese. They're still geese. Now, one party is a lot more hesitant when it comes to becoming authoritarian and tyrannical, but they're still politicians. Let this be at the forefront of your mind for the rest of your days. Your government, your elected officials, People decide between feeding their families and getting a medical procedure they didn't want to get. 
that should disgust you. That should upset you more than anything else that you've heard today. But if you want, you know, the cherry on the crap Sunday, uh, illegal aliens can now travel via airplane in this country with their arrest record alone. You're welcome. I know. I, I, just, I just made somebody bang their head against their computer screen. You, as an American citizen, must have valid ID, your picture on it. It needs to, to you know, you need to go through checks and stuff because we, we don't want them terrorists coming over and doing nasty stuff. But illegal aliens could travel with just their arrest papers. So these are people who've been arrested for being in this country illegally that have no form of ID, but they have the piece of paper that says, I was arrested. They can get on an airplane in America with that paper alone. You're welcome. You still trust your politicians? You still think politics will save the day? American exceptionalism, we're going to rise like the phoenix. Stop yourself. You're only going to hurt yourself. You're going to become embittered because your expectation was based upon something that is not fundamentally true. We discussed this. We are not a righteous nation. We are not a holy nation. We're not the good guy in the story. Could have been. We had every opportunity to be, but we decided to go the other way. Now, since uh, time is a fleeting thing, I wanted to get to this other story about, uh, well, again... I, honestly, there should be a monthly fee. How much American prophetic can I give to you for free? I said it, and at the time, I actually got uh, a little pushback. Do you think that they would not vet the man that was going to be president? Do you think that if there was some skeleton in his closet... They wouldn't have disqualified him. They saw a useful idiot. They saw an available puppet. There could have been video of Joe Biden beating up Corn Pop with a chain. And they would have explained it away. There are laptops with Joe Biden's son doing god-awful things that the FBI disappeared. So don't, again, this is, I wish I were as innocent as some of you when it comes to these kinds of things. I wish I were as naive as some of you when it comes to some of these things. 
I, I miss that innocence. I really do. But I'm 46, and I've seen the, the, the gnarly underbelly of what man is capable of. Now, some time ago, when uh, Mr. Robinette Biden started uh, dancing to China's tune, doing everything he was told to do, pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage, I told you that the Chinese had something on either Mr. Robinet or his uh, immediate family. And whatever it is they're holding over his head is bad enough where he will make decisions that are detrimental to the average American citizen just to, you know, keep his family safe. Peter Schweitzer is a man that's written a few blockbuster books. I've I've read a few of his books. Uh, The guy is uh, one of those old-school journalists. If uh, you remember Columbo, as far as uh, old-school investigators are concerned, you know, detectives, he's he's a gumshoe. The The guy pulls at threads to see what comes loose. And I don't think anybody was rooting for this man to start pulling at the threads of the Biden family, but he did. And uh, these are some of the disclosures that he's come out with. And again, the book that I read, I don't know about this one, but the book that I read, about a third of it, is source material. So you see where he got his information from. It's not like the, oh, Donald Trump uh, got hookers to pee on a bed. It's not like that without proof. Every, everything he says is backed up by some sort of, again, evidence. So his conclusion is that China, Russia, and Ukraine absolutely have compromising intelligence on the family of President Joe Robinette Biden. Schweitzer, the author of Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win, said, what we discovered is that some $31 million were provided to the Biden family by five individuals in China. Hmm. He continued, those individuals all have ties to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. So what has been a story about corruption and cronyism increasingly is a story about spying, espionage, and national security. Schweitzer added, this demands investigation. This is not just about politicians getting money from their office. It's also about politicians' children suddenly becoming artists whose pieces are worth 500 grand a pop. Look, I've I've bought and sold art before. Let me tell you that incomparably beautiful art by well-known artists can be bought and sold on the open market for a few thousand dollars. Unless it's, you know, Renoir, Monet, Picasso, something 
that is very rare and greatly esteemed, modern-day living artists aren't fetching half a million dollars for doodles. Just saying. I know. You sound jealous of Hunter Biden and all of his skills. I, I know. He's an oilman. He's an artist. Apparently, he's a crack aficionado. I, who wouldn't be jealous of Hunter Biden at this point? Hannity asked Peter Schweitzer this dossier on Hunter, and they knew he was a drug addict. He liked to hire working women of that night. We will say it that way. Do you believe in all likelihood the odds are very high China, Russia, Ukraine, and a lot of these countries have the Biden family compromised? Schweitzer said, oh, absolutely. There is no question. Look, if the Chinese Ministry for State Security is trying to engage in elite capture, as they call it, with the Bidens, and $31 million has been provided, they would review it as a catastrophic intelligence failure if they did not achieve leverage on the Biden family. That is what makes this so troubling and requires investigation, because if we don't, the president is going to be basing decisions on his family's financial interests and the fact that Beijing has leverage over his family. American prophetic, there you go. What is it, six months later, eight months later? Maybe I should go to work for Peter Schweitzer. I'm sure he pays better. Anyway, speaking of the two lions and the carcasses, because this was, I found this hilarious. It was, it was just so, I, again, I have a dark sense of humor, uh, just by, by, by extension of the way I grew up, by extension of the things I've seen. But China denies report that Z asked Putin not to invade Ukraine during the Olympics. I thought that was hilarious. Like, I know you're going to do it. You know I know you're going to do it. Everybody knows you're going to do it. But can you hold off until the Olympics are over? Well, anyway, the Chinese denied it. China's uh, foreign ministry on Monday denied a recent report by Bloomberg alleging Chinese dictator Xi Jinping asked Russian leader Vladimir Putin not to invade Ukraine during the 2022 Winter Olympics, saying the U.S.-based media company fabricated the claim out of thin air in an attempt to smear and drive a wedge in China-Russia relations. Nobody's going to drive a wedge between China-Russia relations. These are lions looking at a feast called the world. And they are currently divvying up who takes what. Now, China's always had its eye on Taiwan. Uh, They've already contracted rare earth materials out of Afghanistan. And Russia, being Russia, has always had its sights set on uh, reuniting the old USSR. Putin has uh, not been shy about this uh, dream of his. He hasn't backed off 
ever since he first said it. So, um, yeah, the lions see their prey. Uh, there's, there's enough meat on the bone to, to pick the car- carcasses clean. So why would they be at odds with each other? Now, in this scenario, let's, let's play this out. So uh, these nations are the cadavers. China and Russia are the lions. What are we? Because we've got to be something. Are we the rising phoenix? Uh, we're an old, decrepit hunter that has only hunted small game. So you're looking at two lions salivating over their prey and an aging relic in adult diapers comes out with a BB gun thinking himself a world-class hunter of things that kill but in reality having only hunted squirrel all of his life. How do you think that's going to play out? But, as I said earlier, Russia has already called the West's bluff. Russia warned Wednesday, which is today, retaliatory measures are ready if the U.S. and its NATO allies reject its security demands for the Ukraine border and continue their aggressive policies, entirely ignoring U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris and her threats of direct action just 24 hours earlier. Look, the day the Russians take Kamala Harris seriously is the day they, they, they follow suit and, and commit seppuku themselves. Come on. Really? Kamala Harris? The person to be feared? Stop. 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 I'm sure they had a good laugh in their Russian sauna with, you know, a couple of shots of vodka and uh, masseuses. But that's all it was. It was a good chuckle. Threats from Kamala Harris. Please. Russia has repeatedly denied it has any desire to invade its neighbor. Uh, but critics point to the 100,000 troops massed near Ukraine's border and a series of war games currently underway in the region as a signal of future intent. Speaking to lawmakers Wednesday, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said he and other top officials will advise President Vladimir Putin on the next steps after receiving written written replies from the United States to the demand. Russia seeks guarantees. NATO will never admit Ukraine and other ex-Soviet nations as members, and the alliance will roll back troop deployments in other former Soviet bloc countries. Um, Again, I wonder why. Those answers are expected by Friday, even though the Western allies have already made it clear they will reject the top Russian demands. If the West uh, continues its aggressive course, Moscow will take the necessary retaliatory measures. Lavrov said, 
While Russia is currently waiting for the American reply, Lavrov indicated it wouldn't wait forever. We won't allow our proposals to be drowned in endless discussions, he said. Translation, you will do nothing because you can do nothing. NATO said this week it was bolstering, ooh, bolstering its deterrence in the Baltic Sea region, and the U.S. ordered 8,500 troops on higher alert for potential deployment to Europe. Western nations have also sent plane loads of weapons to help Ukraine strengthen its defenses. Look, if the Russians want to roll through, the only thing Ukrainians are going to do is die. This is the Russian war machine we're talking about. I understand. We've grown accustomed to, you know, fight lovers of goats in the desert. Little bands of, you know, people here and little bands of people there with AK-47s. This is the Russian war machine we're talking about. Amid the escalating tensions, Ukrainian officials have sought to calm nerves. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba, said Wednesday, uh, while the concentration of Russian troops near Ukraine poses a threat, uh, their number is now insufficient for a large-scale offensive. By the way, did you see the story that uh, the Ukrainians are scratching their heads going, Americans pulling out their diplomats and the diplomats' families uh, is doing more harm than good because the Ukrainians don't want this. They know that if the Russians make a move, they have no choice but to acquiesce, to go along with whatever the Russians want. Germany is not stepping in because they're afraid Gazprom is going to decide, oh, we cannot sell you any more gas. So who do you have left? 8,500 U.S. troops that are on just high alert. <laughs> and uh, what, the Spanish, the, Fr- the French, the French have offered to send troops. Uh, merci, no. Uh, and the Spanish, the Italians, they've got their own issues. Their economies are, are swirling in a descending fashion. Look, England finally woke up and realized what I've been saying all along. Starvation has a 100% mortality rate. We'd better get our act in gear and open up the economy or people will die. Now, the English saw it. Mr. Robinette Biden went out for ice cream, so there's still ice cream and it's my flavor. There's no problem. Inflation is good. Shut up and pay your $200 a pound for chicken. I know. And if you dare say anything about it, well, you're an SOB. But that's okay because if Joe said it, it's okay. If Trump would have said it, oh, my, can you believe that? As the leader of the free world using such potty language, I mean, I almost fainted. And this is what they call a double standard. Or in more basic parlance, hypocrisy. Or as normal people would sell it, say it, hypocrisy. 
But, you know, if, if, if you're a Baptist minister in Georgia, hypocrisy it is. So, with that, uh, things are not looking bright. Uh, I, I, I do believe there will be some sort of escalation, but we're not going to do anything. Uh, if this administration's proven anything, it is that they are all talk and no action. So, thank you for listening to the program. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, and thank you for your prayers. I, I really do appreciate them. Because... Uh, all, all, all we have is each other. Let's be honest. If you're going to look to politicians or to law enforcement or to the rising phoenix, you're going to be disappointed. But if we are the body of Christ, then we have each other to, to, to lean upon. We have each other to tell our woes to, to tell our joys to. We have each other to pray for. And uh, thank you all for, for the kind words and the condolences regarding my uncle. Yeah, it was not easy, but uh, good news is we're all going to go that way. Uh, there is a box in everyone's future, kids. So the only thing that really matters is what you do until you end up in the box. Because once you're in the box, there's no coming back. Don't care how you get there. You're going to get there. So uh, that is my optimistic message for the day. Once again, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and until next time, may you be blessed. Uh, may you see through the lies people tell you. And may you embrace the truth even if you deem it uncomfortable to do so. Uh, I don't know if Gino's still around. Uh, he is in a warm climate. Oh, he is. All right. Well, you got about 40 seconds to say goodbye. See you people later. Thank you, Mike. I think it's important to go to handhelp.com and check out the message for America, all coming together. And like Mike said, the warnings given in 1980s when people thought it would be impossible have civil war, to have Russia and China gain power again, all these things. And please, if you can, go to handhelp.com. Get the warnings out. Get the warning to your church. Get the warning to others because this is serious hour that we're living in. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are